You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. everybody, I'm Jamie Migdahl and welcome to the 26th episode of Pets Mean Business here on Pet Life Radio. 26 episodes of 26 amazing people. Well, today's number 26 with another amazing person. I use the word amazing a lot because I don't know what other word there is to use for what's happening in the pet industry, what the people who are in the pet industry, what they're doing, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, when they're doing it. It's just there's not a lot of words to use other than you know, there's a miraculous piece to it. There's um, a passion piece to it. There are all of the things that make this industry what it is, which is growing rapidly month over month, year over year, decade over decade. It's pretty incredible. Obviously, you know, I've talked about this a million times, but I've been in the industry for a really long time, more than 20 years. And in that 20 years, I've met, I, I mean, I've met so many amazing people, everything from clients to you know, volunteers for animal welfare organizations, entrepreneurs, of course, which is really the focus of this show, you know, uh, just people who love animals. I was at a dinner last night, just randomly at a dinner and uh, someone showed up who I didn't know and I was introduced and and, uh, and the person who introduced us said, oh, you know, you guys actually have something in common. You both love animals. <laughs> and um, which, you know, I love that introduction because it opens up such a, it, it opens up great conversation because if you're with another animal lover, regardless of what they're doing with that, whether it's just a pet owner, or not just, but whether they're, a, you know, an enthusiast, a pet owner, or they are a veterinarian, or they're, you know, creating some awesome technology or a product, you know, there's just a place to meet in that. And of course, it happened. And we talked. And of course, we exchanged you know, emails and LinkedIn. And she wants to call and talk about how she can start working with animals. And it was very cool, as it always is. But it still keeps happening every day. Even all of these many, many years later, it still happens where people are just totally enthralled by and drawn to and excited about this industry. And it's not just dogs. It's not just cats. Of course, it's every species. I would even go so far to include, you know, zoos and aquatics because those are still fields that people have passion around and it's animal, obviously completely animal centric. So it's just cool. And it keeps happening. And this, this show really is a, is a, is an ode if you will, to that. It's an ode. It's an ode to what the pet industry does for people as far as helping to create meaning and revenue and relationships in their life beyond what they thought was possible. And today's guest is no different. In fact, her story is incredible and can't wait for her to share her story with you. I'll let her do the sharing because she tells her life story and her journey much better than anyone could, I, that I could certainly that anyone I think can. She's, she's a really, insp- I use the word inspiring a lot for her. I think the word is designed for her. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm excited to have her as my 26th guest. Her name is Trisha Montgomery and she is the founder and CEO of Canaan Fit Club. And that is just, if you already know what Canaan Fit Club is and you're probably excited that she's my guest today, if you don't know what Canaan Fit Club is, well then get ready, get set. All right. So. When we come back from our break, I will introduce Trish. We will talk. We will we'll talk. We'll hang out. We'll learn things. We'll be inspired. It'll be awesome. You're here with me. I'm Jamie Migdal. I'm your host, Pets Mean Business. If you need me, you can always find me, Jamie at PetLifeRadio.com or Jamie at FetchFind.com. Come visit me, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Tweet to me. Canine Entrepreneur is my Twitter handle. Here I am. And speaking about here I am. I'm going to take a break. So there I go. But I'll be right back with Trish. Thanks, guys.
it's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, so we are, uh, where's Trish, right? Because you're all waiting. I've said all these wonderful things that there's an amazing, <laughs> inspiring CEO that we're going to, that we're going to spend uh, some time with today. So on the line, I have my guest, my the honorable, the, the smart, the talented, the passionate, the fit, very fit, Trisha Montgomery. Trisha, welcome to Pets Mean Business. Thanks for being here with uh, me today. Jamie, thanks for having me. It, it, it is an honor and a privilege and entrepreneurship and is, is alive and well in the pet industry and stronger than ever. Very much so. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And it is true. Actually, that's a really, that's a really astute point. It is stronger than ever. It is alive and well. Every day I'm seeing things come across the wire about new products, new ideas, new intentions. It's right. really cool. So you, you know, let, let's just, let's talk about you for, you know, we'll get to Canine Fit Club because that's obviously, you know, the, the core. And also in our show notes, we'll have lots of links and things to Canine Fit and we'll get people, we'll make sure people find their way. But I think we really, what is really interesting about your story is you. Tell us, who are you? Will you please tell us who you are? What's going on? <laughs> who am I? Uh, it, uh, let's see. Uh, no, uh, first of all, uh, you're inspiring. And, and there are so many amazing, beautiful people in this industry that inspire us every day. And really blessed to be part of, of this industry and where we're going. My background is morbid obesity and the veterinary profession. Um, I used to weigh 265 pounds. And because of my veterinarian, that I am where I am today. And it's because of the veterinary profession that Canine Fit Club is what it is. It started with a, a trip to the veterinarian and where my dog, Louie, was gaining weight. Uh, he had the onset of diabetes and I was not getting any thinner, basically. And that was my wake-up call. That really was. And it forever changed my life. And I think... Sometimes when things are going wrong with us, we tend to blame others. Uh, I tend to call them the coulda, the shoulda, the woulda brothers, and their cousin, if only. If only I would have had brown hair, and if I would only, if only this would have happened, and things would have happened differently. And all of a sudden, this was a wake-up call for me, that all of a sudden, what I was doing to myself, I was doing to my dog. And that changed my life. And, and we started working out together. We started doing things together, and we started to lose weight. And at that time, because I was so overweight, Walking to the mailbox with a leash in my hand was difficult because my thighs were so large that they would rub together and they would create chafing and rashes. <laughs> and, and, it was, and it would win me. And similar, if I'm walking my dog, then he's not had any exercise. And, and so both of us steadily gained weight together and kind of sucked into that abyss. We started working out together. We started walking. We started walking in the dead of nighttime because I didn't want to be made fun of because I had been made fun of. And as, as unhealthy people or people who are obese or overweight, there is a making fun of. And um, I hate to say this, but we as humans are judged by appearances instead of looking beneath that 
And um, that's what happened. And so we started walking for about a couple of weeks and really started doing things together. And I started feeling better and I started, I started noticing changes within myself. After that time, I went back and I went on to become public education director for the Chicago Veterinary Medical Association. And then I went on to become executive director for the Chicago Veterinary Medical Association and have had so many opportunities afforded because of that and because of the veterinary profession, because of one veterinarian. And what's amazing to me is that during that time, um, and you're talking about 1998, 1996, that veterinarians had a hard time telling their clients that their dogs or cats were obese simply because it was a mirror image sitting across from them. Right. And for want of not to offend and not to say anything and not to lose that client, they wouldn't say anything. And I remember being in the executive board meetings and discussing this because it was a similar image. And so it just wasn't addressed. And it really wasn't until probably about maybe 2011, 2012, that all of a sudden they started noticing, you know, there's a problem here. You know, you've got dogs that are obese. You've got cats that are obese. And that's when Dr. Ernie Ward started looking at things as far as the Association of Pet Obesity Prevention and really looking at things and saying, you know, there's something going on. There's a trend within this industry where we've now created a nation of obese dogs. So when do you think that changed? When did it change where it became okay to say, in fact, one of our team members here at FetchFind went to the veterinarian on Monday and she came back and she's like, my dog is fat. And, you know, I kind of knew he was, but I don't know. I don't know if I would have said anything, but the vet had no problem just laying it out there. Hey, Linda, your dog is fat. So when did that become not only acceptable, but welcome and and almost like not enjoyed, that's probably too strong of a term, but when people, my experience is when people that do tell them that their animals are fat, that there is something, there's like a, almost like a pride, not pride, but like this sharing it very openly, right? Like, oh, my dog is, I need to do something about it. It's a point of, it's a piece of discussion, not embarrassment. When do you think that changed? I'm going to say that's happened in probably the past year, the past year and a half, if that, if that. There has been such a push, and I've got to compliment Dr. Ernie Ward on this, is because within the veterinary profession, there has been such a pace and where we're addressing obesity within dogs. We're, we're looking at it, and it is an issue. It is a disease, and it causes other disease. It is the number one killer of both humans and their dogs. And if you look at diabetes, if you look at heart disease, sure. osteoarthritis, sure. many of these things are all related to obesity. When did you, how long did it take you to go from your point of being, I think you said 260 pounds to being mm -hmm. maybe not where you are today? Because again, I know, I know Trisha, by the way, just, you know, listen, let's get that out there. Transparent. Trisha and I work together. Up we together. Have, <laughs> yeah, we've like, kind of grown up as entrepreneurs in the space, um, in this digital kind of, you know, relational, just kind of space around digital and startup and what have you. Anyway, the point is that I know Trisha and so I know her and she's, she is beautiful and very fit. And, you know, just, you know, tall and blonde and all of these things, right? And in fact, I saw her for lunch a few weeks ago. I'm like, do men just stare at you all the time? <laughs> and um, and she's like, yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, she does. You, you'll see her picture in the show notes, whatever. She definitely is an attractive woman. And so, uh, and that's not meant to, you know, that, that's just, listen, that's the truth. Like you said, this is just what it is, right? Some people, you're judged by how you look. People look at you and say, you're, you know, you're a stunning, beautiful, fit person. So when- but I wasn't did, always that way. Right. So when, when did that happen? So you're saying that you were told that you were unhealthy, obese, yeah, your pet was obese back in, when was that? 
you're talking about over 20 years ago. I okay, mean, so, this, okay. I, I, yeah. So yeah. 20, so 20 years ago. Years so yeah. when, how, how long did it take you to go from going and walking in the darkness of night and the cloak of darkness to being, you know, where you got to the place where you made fitness, you know, really central to your life and your lifestyle? How long did that take? I would say it took me about a year to a year and a half to really lose the weight entirely. And I remain steady, probably losing about, I'm going to say 70, 80, about 80 pounds, 90 pounds. And then it wasn't, I would say that fitness became part of my life really in 2008, 2009, to where all of a sudden I became, I started looking at things. I became certified by National Association of Sports Medicine. I became certified by Power Pilates. And I started looking at all the trends in fitness and then also looking at the trends in the veterinary profession and with our dogs. And so that's when things really started clicking in. But, you know, it's been a 20-year journey. It's a lifetime and it's, it's a calling what we do. So when you made a decision to to turn your experiences as a pet owner and as a as a woman and as a human being, you know, mm-hmm. going through your own journey in life, when you made the decision to create a business model around that, right? That entrepreneurial mm-hmm. aha, entrepreneurial moment where you're like, wait a minute, this is this weight, this equals this, and you, I call it the chessboard. Right. You, know, you look at the board, and all of a sudden the pieces start making sense, and you see where you can maybe move towards checkmate. When did that happen? probably 2011 that, that that started happening. In 2008, which was probably eight years ago, we started working on the model for both human and canine fitness and looking at things and how the correlation and the similarities. And, and actually, if you go back in time, uh, we started out with a television show pilot called Canine Fit Club with Dave Coulier, Uncle Joey from Full House, and uh, because The Biggest Loser had just came out. Mm-hmm. And we realized that this was a great opportunity, too. And and then we realized that there was something else associated with this. And when, when you started looking around and looking at different things, the need was certainly there. But doing it the right way was extremely important to us. And we didn't just want to be a bunch of people jumping around with a bunch of dogs. And we've been laughed. I can't tell you the people that have laughed at us, the people that have sure. said, what? Sure. I've been on, sure. uh, you know, and, and I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And thinking we, that it's they didn't, just, they didn't understand. Wait, they didn't understand the business model, or they didn't understand the idea of someone getting fit alongside their dog. They didn't understand somebody getting fit alongside their dog. They couldn't comprehend. You know, I just take my dog for a walk. My dog wouldn't do that. How mm-hmm. could he possibly do that? Well, they mm-hmm. can do that, but there's a, very much a science base behind what we do and how we do it. Sure. Sure. So, you know, the show that we do here, the, this conversation you, you and I are having, I always think of it and want you to as well. Think about the someones who are sitting in their car, laying in bed with their headphones, what have you, sitting, you know, sitting at their desk at work and wanting to give them a moment, wanting to give them something to think about, something to hold on to, something to run with, something to ponder. So I yeah. want to, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, from that break, I want to get to some of that. I want to get a little bit deeper and think about what it is that you would share with someone who sees the pieces, you know, mm-hmm. sees that there's a trend or there's something relevant that they can, there's something going on. There's some relevancy to what their thoughts are in terms of developing something. I want to talk about that and how you've done that successfully and how you're, you know, continuing to willow away at that and, and whittle away at that and make sure that it's a, that the point gets sharper and sharper. So when we get back from break, we're going to talk about that and really think about um, you guys listening and wanting to give you guys, you know, some real 
something really tangible and like delicious from the fabulous Trish. So on that note, we're going to take a break. Um, we'll go hear from some fabulous Pet Life radio sponsors from Pets Mean Business. We'll be right back. I'm Jamie McDowell. I'm here with Trisha Montgomery. We'll see you in a few minutes. When we ran out, we stopped using it. Why would you stop? Why undo all the good that's been accomplished? We thought everything was fine, and that was not a good thing. No, 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 no. He started stinking. It was awful. Shedding comes back. Loss of hair. Lots of dandruff. Scratching will return. His shedding will increase. If I ever took Roy off a of Dynavite, he would go back to his hair loss. <gasps> D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. When I get down to the bottom of my box of Dynavite, when I get to about three quarters. Oh no, I've got a couple more scoops. It's time to place my order. Dynavite.com. Each and every day she is getting that Dynavite. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Just feed your dog right. Use Dynavite. If it's working, don't quit. Don't do what I did and run out. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Oh, you're still here listening. Yay! Okay, I'm glad you're here because now we're going to get down to how do I develop a business? How do I take idea to paper and make that something that I can inspire people to believe in and support me so I can move forward just like Trish has done with Canine Fit Club. So let's talk about Canine Fit Club. Let's make sure people understand, you know, what, I mean, obviously, please Google, type in caninefitclub.com. You can find out exactly what Canine Fit Club is. If you're interested in learning more, my goodness, there are so many ways to do that. And we can talk about some of that in the show notes. And also, you know, as we get towards the end of our, our segment, as I get to the end of the show, we'll talk more about that specifically. But Trish, tell us, you know, like, so, so you're at a cocktail party. Okay. And, you know, people, I love cocktail parties. <laughs> okay. Well, we're, we're going to pretend that we're at one and people, you know, people have short, short, short attention spans, especially in this it. day and age. They do. Yeah. So you're, you're at a cocktail party and someone says, Oh, I heard you work with dogs. Go. So we are canine fake love. We are the Zumba of human and canine fitness. What we do is we have science-based programs and we license our program into an existing facility as an adjunct to a service that they're already providing. So if you're a dog trainer, if you are a pet boarding and daycare facility, if you're a veterinarian, if you're a fitness facility, if you are somebody who has a love for dogs, a passion for fitness, and want to combine it with profitability, it's Canine Fit Club. We have over 20 proprietary programs and they range from sit, stay, and get fit, Nama Sit Stay, Bow Wow Boot Camp, Oh My Dog Boot Camp, Bark and Burn. We have Wagon Wheelchair. And we teach people how to instruct and to teach others our programs. Wow. You've never said that. 
You've never said that before. <laughs> By the way, here's a note to everyone. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. So here's the thing. Here's a note, you know, note to self, everybody. Uh, if that is probably the best. Uh, that's probably one of the most rehearsed, one of the most like clean, clean I've ever heard. That was breathtaking. Um, so, so, okay, so boom, there it is. So then, of course, from there people go, oh, you mean like, what do you say? Yeah, well, there it is. I said wolf, there it is. Wolf, there it is, exactly. That was possum. Um, so, so from there, people obviously are going to go, you know, they're going to go one of three things, right? They're going to go, oh, my God, tell me more. Oh, that's cool. Right. Okay, or what are you out of your mind? Um, right. It's going to be one of those three or some version of one of right. those. Three. So, so can we talk now about how you, what, what are you struggling with? What are you excited about? What is it as an entrepreneur bringing this model to life, bringing this service to, to people and to businesses and creating all this opportunity? What is it that you would, you know, and I don't want to say the stupid thing, like when's the top number one piece of advice you have? Like, you know what? Forget that. We're not going to go there. Yeah. But like the truth of the matter is that, you know, your business is cool and it's yeah. got huge, massive opportunity. And I know you're working on a lot of really cool stuff that you'll be able to talk about someday in the future. But like, what is it today that you look at and say, this is the most exciting part. This is the most exciting aspect of what I'm doing right now. Well, right now I am at master training and um, we're at one of our canines club training facilities right now. And I have nine people coming through who, when they go through master training will officially be a canine fit club. They've gone through a online certification course offered through fetch find along with coming here to our master training course. And that to me is incredibly exciting. It is women. It is people who all of a sudden just go, I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore. I, I want to add this. I, I've woken up and I want to change my life. I may have become unhealthy. And now all of a sudden, I want to help other people. We are transforming lives. I can't even begin to tell you. I have people who have come in weighing 319, have never done anything in their lives before, and have now lost 78 pounds. It's transforming and inspiring people. And that's what we do every day at Canine Fit Club. And it's, it's my story, but my story has gone to everyone else's story. I have people right now who are coming in with traumatic brain injuries that are going through the Canine Fit Club programs and, and becoming an instructor because they realize that, that there's an opportunity for a business that maybe that they haven't thought about, that maybe there's an opportunity to help other people because it touches everyone. It touches from children to, to senior citizens to your basic, you know, fit of the fit crowd. There is no one that we don't work with. We don't leave anyone behind. And I, I think that if I look at things, to see something that was part of me become part of everyone and to have them embrace it the way that they, they have, at the end of this training session, I'll have 34 Canon Fit Clubs across the country. And to see that happen, to see that take off in the way that it has, and to have people go, I'm going to make this. We're a community. We're supporting each other, building confidence. That's what inspires me. And these wow. women inspire me. Wow. So you have, so after this weekend, because the way that the program works, I'll just fill this in a little bit, that the way the program works is that you become a licensee through a process. And you'll have to, of course, correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, but I think I have it pretty 
I think you have it down pretty well. You, you become a licensee through a process. You make a commitment to do this. You take an online course through, happens to be through my company, FetchFine, where they're a technology partner around that. Um, you take an online course and then you, how many times a year? I know the next one's coming up in August. How many times a year do you offer the in-person, approximately how many times a year? Uh, 10 times a year. Okay, so 10 times a year, um, once you've said, I'm, I want to be a licensee, I want to teach this, I want this to be um, you know, another revenue stream, or I want to make this my focus, or whatever it is that that person is interested in, you know, however they're looking to bring this into their life, then they come through this four-day, Thursday, Friday, yeah, four-day master training right. program, which is in-person, live, intense, uh, in a classroom, uh, different parts of the country. I know this weekend's here in Chicago and they learn all of the things through and, and you have a number of expert instructors that come in and teach live. It's not just Trish and, you know, a room full. No. It's not just Trish. It's absolutely <laughs> not. I can tell you, I've been to yeah. one of these trainings. It's, it's high end, uh, notable authors and experts that are coming and teaching your curriculum in person. And then there's, uh, some sort of assessment that goes on, of course, and then they are licensed. And then they're free to go ahead and start teaching these courses, uh, teaching these classes, correct? Correct, correct. And then after that time, we also offer additional courses. So we start them out with four basic modules. That includes Bow Wow Boot Camp, Begging for Beginners, Sit, Stay, and Get Fit, and Just the Dog. We want to make sure we get those down pat. We want to make sure that they have the basic fundamental understanding of how to teach those classes. Because you're teaching both human and canine fitness. When you walk out of our, of our master training, you receive credits from National Association of Sports Medicine, Certified Council of Professional Dog Trainers, International Association of Animal Behavior Consultants, and RACE, which is veterinary credits. And so we've made sure that we're teaching things the right way. And there are leaders within the industry from Dr. David Levine, University of Tennessee, to human doctors, to veterinarians who are teaching these classes and making sure that they're taught in the right way. So after that time, Every quarter, we introduce a new program if people choose to take it, and most of them do. And so that could be a Papalotti's course, which is Pilates for dogs, or we do a Namaste Stay, which is yoga for dogs. We're now working on mutts and meditation. We have Bark and Burn for the very fit of the fit crowd. But again, it's, it's introducing new things all the time and making sure that it's, it, that it's being taught the proper way. And so being able to take those programs and introduce them into your own facility. And uh, we teach the business aspect of that. We're also teaching the class structure, the class size, how much to charge for a class. So it's really a turnkey um, program and, and organization. So one of the things I think is interesting, and I think this is really kind of good advice, and you're a good, you're a good representative of this thought uh, or of this this thinking, is that you do it right, right? Like everyone, I think that that's the difference. I think it, you do it right. And I know that there's, when you're doing it right, there is a greater pull, uh, meaning that the, the battle uphill is a little bit steeper and wrought with more obstacles, right? Because doing it right is doing it. It's harder. It's easy. It's it easier is. short it, term it, to do things wrong. It, it just is. Shortcuts you know, are easier. It is. It is. So, just like being a bad attitude is easier. Shortcuts are easier. It's easy to just go, oh, I'm just going to do this and right. think that I'm going to do it okay. And that that's why we take the time that we do. That's why we have the standards of excellence that we do because it's very important because injuries can happen. I say, you know, the gate of the dog, the, the person, if, if I'm dealing with a human that is morbidly obese or that may be unhealthy or that may may have an injury, I've got to know that. If I'm looking at a dog and the dog has a gait that is slightly off, well, what if that dog is misbehaved? Sure, Why sure. is that dog misbehaved? 
that person right. doesn't have the confidence. I've got to bring back the confidence of that person. So as you're looking at this and you're saying all, all of these things and you're putting all these things in place, what is something in your life that has helped you to be that person? Do you, I mean, are there practices that you have in the morning? Are there books that you read? Are there, are there things that you do? Obviously, we know you exercise. I mean, that's kind of a given, but, um, right. But what are the other things that you have found helpful to continue to push you in that direction of <clears throat> maintaining wise practices and, and best in practice type of focus? What are some of those tools? I think that being an entrepreneur is, it can be difficult at times because you struggle with, with personalities, you struggle with money, you struggle with, you know, doing it the right way and all these things. And, yep. and you've got to be grounded. And yep. I think exercise is key, but I, I would also say I have, it's, I call it the three, it's worship, work, and wait. And, mm-hmm. and it's in the morning, it's taking time and whatever, and just taking the time to meditate or to study and just to be grounded in that moment and the purpose for the day and making sure that, that you're going about things the wrong way and being patient. It's so easy to, uh, to go forward and to just fly into the day, but being able just to wait and be patient on things and then to work and take that practice into your life wherever you go. And I, I'm going to say, sometimes you get off track. Sometimes things happen and you're like, well, wait, that, that wasn't supposed to happen. But it happens it, every, it, every day, it, right? <laughs> every moment. And it's also surrounding yourself with a team and just making sure that those people are in it for the right reasons. And then having people to talk to and having great mentors within and around you and that you're going for that, for that one purpose. And then being in, a, in an entrepreneurship role is tough. It is because sometimes things don't happen in the time frame that you would like them to happen. But the, the beauty of it is they happen in the time frame that they're supposed, they're supposed to, happen. to happen. Yeah, no, yeah. It's true. It's yeah. True. yeah, no, it's true. You're, you know, and I know that's very woo-woo and people, you know, they're, they're, I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs over the years that, you know, just absolutely will not prescribe to that. They just, they just won't. They don't yeah. uh, so subscribe to rather or prescribe. They don't subscribe to this idea of things happen as they should. But, and this is obviously for a very different podcast, but, but it's true. I mean, you are, for me, I look at you, uh, I can also look at myself and see that, you know, that that is what happens, especially if, you know, especially if what you're doing is new. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, right. You're, I mean, especially if you're trying to do some customer education and uh, market fit and all of the other things that go into building a good brand and building a good model and one that can drive revenue and scale and what have you, it, to, to have that be something that people have to first understand or, or is really... <laughs> It's really challenging and you do it well. So we're getting to the end of our time together. So I want to do a couple of things, some practical things that I think would be helpful. And again, we'll put this stuff in the show notes. One would be, so someone, so right now there's someone listening and going, what the hell is Keenan Fit Club? What, 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 what's going on? Wait, this is, this might be something I can do. I like working out or I work in with pets now, but I'm looking at other opportunities to make money in that. So first things first is caninefitclub.com, correct? Correct. Okay. So the other thing is, I know that you're incredibly accessible to people. Let's go ahead and give your email address. Let's give your email. It's Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A at caninefitclub.com. Or they can also reach us, which might be easier, at woof, W-O-O-F, at caninefitclub.com. Okay. So those are two, three now, now three ways to reach 
Trish, you can also, so also too, we're going to be, and I think this is something, and this is going to sound super salesy and it's totally not. It's just, it's super about, it's, it's really just about putting the opportunity out there for people and, and good entrepreneurs are always looking for really innovative and smart ways to do that. So coming soon. So, you know, let's see, this yeah. is going to be, we're talking June, yeah, coming soon, you know, because the reality is, and we haven't talked about this, that this is an expense. It's an investment to, it's starting a business. I mean, you know, it's a licensing program you're you're having you know you get to do this program and then go work for yourself and i'm not again this is not a sales pitch this is just making sure that we're being really clear about you know what you've created and what the opportunity is so so right. um coming soon through fetch find which I, by now if you've been listening you know i have a company that i run called fetch find the podcast is something i do because i love entrepreneurship and love you know media and all the things that this gets to and, and talking to you know really freaking cool people but you know my day job <laughs> if you will is a company called fetch find which is a, a marketplace for content for people who are working in uh, the pet industry across any number of verticals doing anything. We have classes, we have software, we have all of these cool things that people can come and learn about working with pets, make their jobs better, make their businesses stronger, all these things, right? So it's this, this is place that people come and, and look through right. all of our courses. So coming soon, date TBD, we're going to be releasing something for everybody, which Trisha brilliantly thought about, which is something called a taste of canine fit. So we're going to have a class that will be, you know, shorter in length, not the master training, not the initial, you know, web class you take or the e-learning class you take before you go to master training, but just a taste, a really good taste, if I may say so, that will allow people, allow you to check it out, see what it would be, you know, what the coursework is like, what the thinking is like, what the opportunity is like. So we're going to be um, releasing that course soon through fetchfind.com. And when we do... You know, it's a really, I think it's a great starting point. And we'll make sure that you know that that's happening. If you follow us on Twitter or Facebook or, I mean, if you're a subscriber to fetchfind.com or you're checking things out on Pets Mean Business, we'll make sure you know that because it's really, and we didn't even plan for this, by the way. This is just like, I wanted to have Trish as a guest. It's always been on our plan. It's always been on our roadmap. It's always been something. And so this is all kind of coming together because as we said, things happen as they should and the timing that they should. And this is uh, what's going on. So my point is that if you're interested, again, it sounds so salesy. I don't think this is so, it just, it sounds so cheesy, but it's true. If you think that Canine Fit Club sounds like something that you would want to do with your life, then you can check it out on caninefitclub.com. You can also soon take a class for a small period of, you know, for a small, for a, for a minimum time and money and you can check it out. So wait, other things that are happening, if you want to get the kind of full picture of what Trish is doing with Canine Fit Club, she's got some stuff coming up, some shows coming up. Do you want to just quickly just run through those really quick? Because I think that people sure. yeah. want to know. We're going to be at Super Zoo coming up in August and that's going to be in Las Vegas. Additionally to that, uh, we'll be at the Club Industry Show in October, which is a fitness show. Fitness is very interested in this as well because we're combining our love of dogs, the passion for fitness with profitability. Uh, we'll also be at the Pet Boarding and Daycare Show in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And then additionally, we, we're offering master training classes. And again, Jimmy, you mentioned I'm accessible. I talk to every person that comes through. Relationships are important and the right people are important. And, and it's so it's so important to make sure that it is a story. It is a story. And it's what they do with it. And, you know, we talk about money and, and it's a business opportunity, but there is 
there's a business opportunity here, whether you're teaching five hours a week, you can make up to, I think, $32,000. Or if you're teaching 15 hours a week, you can make, you know, $120,000. So it's up to you what you put into it is what you get out of it. And what we try to do is just, again, pass off those educational tools and everything that we can relative to making sure that they come out of there and that they're confident and they're building their community of Canine Fit Club and its representatives of who Canine Fit Club is. Okay. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's a great way to wrap up the show today. And, um, and again, show notes will have all of the information about Canine Fit Club and about you and about your cool story and your passion and, and just, you know, how to reach you and great entry into the pet industry is through what I think what you're doing. I think it's a great entry into the pet industry. Yeah. You're welcome, Trish. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Thank you for being my guest. Okay, so you just listened to episode number 26 of Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. I'm your host, Jamie Migdahl. You can reach me, Jamie, at PetLifeRadio.com or Jamie at FetchFind.com. Talk to me about what you want in terms of the show. What entrepreneurs do you want me to bring in and talk to? What do you want to learn? What do you need? What's going on with you? I want to help. So that is it. If there's anything you need, reach out to me, find me, we'll figure it out together. Until then, I wish you a great day, a great week. And um, if you're thinking about getting out of the cubicle or growing your current business or just want to network and have people that talk to about what makes you happy, please go out and find those things because that's short life happens once. Figure it out. Lots of great people out there in the world who want to see you be successful and be happy. So go make it happen. Have a great day, guys. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.